you know, there's been a lot of talk about the recession to come. And to be honest, we're already seeing it. And so I want to talk today about what the recession is, how it impacts the economy, and how it can impact you as a first-time home buyer. So let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Alon, and this podcast was created to provide real-world advice and accountability for first-time homebuyers. We'll be interviewing industry experts, providing some how-tos, and talking with first-time homebuyers about their personal experiences. If that sounds interesting to you, please be sure to subscribe, and if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the little bell to be notified when new episodes release. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about this scary word, the recession. You know, there's so much fear talk out there about, you know, how this recession is going to be so hard on Americans, how it's going to impact our economy. And, you know, as I've done a lot of research about recessions, chances are you've lived through several of them already. You know, you've already felt the impact of several recessions over your lifetime, and you're already feeling the recession now. You know, and so I just really wanted to dive in and really define what a recession is. That way you can understand as an aspiring first time homebuyer what you need to do to protect yourself and be ready for the recession to come. So the first thing I do want to do is just talk about what is a recession. A recession is literally a decline in our total GDP for two consecutive quarters. So what does that mean? You know, our gross domestic product is what we produce as a country, you know, and so when we start to produce less and import more, um, it can have a negative impact on our economy. We're now importing more than we're exporting. It's not very good. And when we do that and we don't see any type of growth or any, any um, increase in exports for two consecutive quarters, then we face what's called a recession. So how does a recession impact you? Well, the biggest thing that a uh, recession can do is start to impact job growth. So if you're familiar with where we were before uh, coronavirus, there, were, uh, there was a lot of business growth. You know, interest rates were really low. Um, businesses were ramping up. Uh, money was cheap. And so people, you know, companies were able to borrow money to uh, grow their business, to hire on more people. And that money was cheap. Now, because of the recession, we're seeing that, okay, interest rates are going up. We're seeing that, you know, it's getting more expensive for these companies to borrow money. The good news is they have a lot of money on the books, especially a lot of these major corporations, but they're not going to borrow a lot of money right now. So they're not going to see a lot of growth. And what that could mean for you is that you may see um, maybe raises that aren't given. Um, there could be some job loss due to the recession, because there will be cutbacks made. And if you've been paying attention to the news, you've probably seen several large corporations come out and say, hey, we're going to be making some cutbacks. We're going to be putting a pause on things until we see how we come out of this recession. So that's the greatest impact that it can have to our economy. It's really about job growth. It's really about, you know, if, if we can maintain our low unemployment rates, um, and not start to see this incline and in people getting laid off or fired or whatever the case may be due to this um, growth not being there. And so that's really what a recession is. It's a breakdown of, you know, how are we growing? And if we're kind of declining for two straight quarters, then we're in what's called a recession. So most recessions are actually measured by these lag measurements, meaning they're going to look at things that are already 
taking place in our economy. And by time we can actually see the results, chances are we're already in the recession. It's already happening to us. You know, um, a lot of folks are saying, oh, well, you know, there's a recession coming, there's a recession coming, but chances are we can be in it now and then we won't find out until, you know, those measurements come out as uh, time goes on. And so when you have lag measurements uh, to see where we're at as an economy, sometimes you may be already feeling it. You know, you may already be seeing, hey, there's costs going up, you know, as we talk about inflation and recession combined and what that can do. Um, you know, there's things going on. You're not, like I said, you may not be seeing uh, the job raises come through as often, um, or you may not see the job growth where your companies are bringing on more people. Um, so those are things that you're probably already experiencing. And that shows us that we're already in a recessionary time. Now, the last recession that we had was, you know, the, the great recession, if you would, of 07, 08, 09, where the housing took a major hit, the stock market took a major hit, and we were facing the recession. So there was kind of like this great mixture of things that happened to our economy and why it took such a hit. Our, our unemployment at that time was uh, 5% going into that recession. And through the recession, it doubled to 10%. There were 15 million people unemployed at the last recession. And so to give that some perspective here, right now we're at 3.6% unemployment rate. We're not bad, we're doing okay. Um, but there's obviously, you know, we have some job shortages where people just aren't returning to work. Um, so they're, they're not considered part of the unemployment rate because they're not necessarily looking for work. Um, so we have to keep an eye on how our rates will change this time around as we go through this recession, you know, with layoffs and things that could come, you know, how will it impact our, our global economy as well? Because people aren't willing to work. Um, will we see a lot of layoffs coming? We don't know. And we're actually going to do a future episode to talk about, you know, how to prepare for, you know, potentially losing your job just so you're ready not to bring any fear. Um, but just so you're prepared because you can only control what you can control. And so during this recessionary time, if you're still thinking about, hey, I want to buy a house, you know, I've been putting some plans together. I've been on this journey. Some of our clients have been really working hard to get to where they're at and they don't want the recession to slow them down. And so the, the, the best thing that you can do is continue to move forward with your plan. If the bank says that you are approved to buy a house, you are well approved to buy a house. <laughs> they're going to be more strict on you than you would think. You know, they're going to look at all of your income and your debt to income ratios. And, you know, they're going to put everything at a very safe and conservative rate to make sure that you can afford the house. Aside from anything catastrophic like a job loss, you should be able to weather the storm of a recession with a fixed rate mortgage. So if the bank says you can afford it, move forward. We always say to our clients, the best time to buy a house was yesterday. The second best is now. So if you are approved, if you are close to getting approved, continue to move forward. Don't let the talks of recession slow you down. Because the biggest thing that you can do um, in a recessionary time is really fall back on assets. You know, where are you controlling your costs? And if you're going through this time, this recessionary time, and you're still renting, well, you're not controlling your costs there you know, a fixed rate mortgage, you're controlling your costs. You're, you're locking that in where your rent from your landlord is going to continue to raise that, that, that rental rate 
every single year if they can um, because they're going to be looking to make more and more money as they start to pay off their assets and you're stuck paying the asset for them. <laughs> um, so definitely if you're on the road to buying a home, continue on that path, you know, walk out that path. Don't let a recession slow you down. The second thing you can do in preparation for this time of recession is to pay down personal debts. <clears throat> we don't want you to hold a lot of debt during a recession because again, the things that are outside of your control, whether it be, you know, jobs or whatever the case may be, could have an impact on your bottom line. And so if you're holding a lot of debt and your income gets reduced due to job cutbacks or, you know, um, a freeze on raises or whatever the case may be, now you, more and more of your money is going to pay off that debt. Um, those debt holders could be facing challenges themselves Could if you're not into an agreement where you have a fixed interest rate on that debt. Um, they could potentially raise the interest rates. And so they can really bump up that debt um, and it can have an impact on you. One of the things that we're seeing, and I continue to talk about this, is the fact that people were getting free money. They were getting the stimulus money and a lot of that has dried up. And so what we're seeing is this increase in debt, credit card debt particularly, where people are continuing to live the same lifestyle, but they are now putting that on a credit card. Um, so they're not getting the stimulus and the additional income, but they're continuing to live the same lifestyle. So their debt is actually going up. And so something that we talk a lot about with clients, um, we've talked on several episodes and we're going to continue to talk about because we don't want to see people getting locked into this drunken state of I'm going to continue to live my life no matter what's going on in the economy. And they start to have that debt just continue to snowball higher and higher and higher. We don't want that. We want to reverse that. And so we want you to really start to focus on your personal debts and paying those off. So that is definitely something that we want you to focus on. The next thing you can do is save for a rainy day. We want you to save because again, there are things outside of your control when it comes to recession and you never know what's going to take place. And so, yes, you can weather these storms if you have money put away. If you are, if you have a fixed mortgage, You've now controlled your housing expenses. If you're paying down your debt, you know, that interest that you're paying is now like a return. So if you had, you know, 12 to 15% interest, now you're getting 12 to 15% back on your money because that debt is now paid off. You're not paying that interest. So that's a great thing. And then now start putting that money in the bank, the money that you were spending on your debt, your minimum payments, things of that nature, put that away in the bank. We want you to save for three to six months. So that way you're protected. And again, this is all a process. It's all a journey. So if depending on where you're at and how close you are to buying your house, you know, if you're qualified to buy, buy. If you're not quite ready and you have some things that you need to take care of, start paying off the personal debt, start putting money in the bank to save for a rainy day. These are basic things that you can do to make sure that you're protected and you can weather the storm of any recession. Again, I mentioned, you know, you've probably lived through several recessions, you know, on average, America has a recession one out of every six years. And so we've seen recessions come and go, um, but you just have to be ready and prepared for the next one, you know, because there will always be a next one. So definitely do that. Once you have the money saved up in the bank and ready to go, the next thing we want you to do, if you're not ready to buy the house is to start investing in mutual funds and um, maybe REITs, things that have a return on your investment, whether you're getting a monthly or quarterly dividend, 
things that are actually assets. So again, if you can't buy major assets like real estate, then you can start to buy some smaller assets to start to generate income with your money. Let your money make you money. Um, and to do that, again, look at maybe some mutual funds or some REITs or smaller investments that you can make. So that way you start to see a return on that investment. We want to make sure that your money is well spent. We want to make sure that you're not living above your means and you're prepared to weather the storm of this upcoming recession. It is coming. It's already here. And so the best thing you can do now is start to make some lifestyle changes so that you're ready for it. I hope that information was great for you and, and gave you a couple pointers just to be ready. I don't want you to be afraid. <laughs> you know, the biggest thing is, you know, there's a difference between being prepared and being fearful. You know, we don't want you to be fearful. We want you to be prepared in case things happen. Um, but ultimately, we want you to make those decisions based on your lifestyle, based on your family dynamic. And, you know, on this path to buying a house, depending on where you're at, you know, it's going to dictate the decisions that you need to make. So if you're not quite sure of where you're at or how close you are to potentially buying your first place, definitely check us out on the web at homeownerprep.com forward slash start. We're going to help you get started. We're going to see where you're at. We're going to put a plan together so that way we can figure out, okay, yes, we're going to go through these times. Here are some strategies for you based on your situation to help you get to where you want to be. So definitely visit our website, homeownerprep.com forward slash start. And if you have any direct questions that you just need to ask that you want to get a quick response on, you can always reach us on all of our social media channels or on all the social media platforms. Um, the best way to reach us is actually probably on Instagram at homeowner prep. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. Again, I hope this information was valuable to you. I look forward to providing you great information on the next episode as well. But until then, be blessed. I hope you got some value from today's episode. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this show, be sure to share it with them. And if you're listening to the podcast, we'd love for you to drop us a review. We'd also love to hear from you if you have any questions. So reach out to us on Instagram at homeowner prep. Who knows? We may read your review and answer your question on one of our future shows.